Welcome back to the Homeschool Advantage Podcast. I'm your host, Bex Fuzzy. Today's guest is Norma Jean Maxwell. Norma is the founder of Time to Shine, Teach, and Coaching, and she is a Orton Gillingham trained reading, spelling, and writing specialist. With over 20 years teaching experience within and outside of the public school system, Norma Jean truly loves teaching children, particularly those with learning differences. She's passionate about providing support for parents and educators and navigating the needs of children by equipping them with the skills, training, and strategies to provide the greatest opportunity for children to succeed. She is also the developer of the Ripple Effect Learning Method, a phonics-based, multi-sensory reading, spelling, printing program for emergent learners, a complete comprehensive literacy program that includes all the downloadable material and video tutorials needed to teach all three of these important elements. She also offers many other complete individual lesson plans, as well as free resources, all designed to make teaching fun and effective. In this episode, we talk about how there's no such thing as a learning disability. There are only learning differences and all children can learn. Also, the public school system, the public education system, isn't working a lot for kids. (laughs) Also, lastly, if your child isn't learning, it is because they're not being taught in a way that makes sense to them. The onus is on the educator, not the child. So go grab your coffee, go grab your tea and a pen and paper because you're not going to want to miss what Norma Jean has to say. Let's get into the podcast. Say hello to our guests and tell us what's a fun fact about your industry that will really surprise our listeners. Well, hello, and thanks so much for having me on today. I think a fun fact and something that I really strongly believe is that there is no such thing as a learning disability, and I refuse to use that word. There's only learning differences. I truly, with all my heart, believe that all children can learn. It's just a matter of how we're teaching them. I love that. Norma Jan, it's beautiful because... You know, the more and more I've learned and have been in communication with experts like you, I have realized that to be a truth, that they just need the right tools. They just need the right resources because we all learn so differently and our our learning uniqueness actually allows us to be where we're called to be and to do the things that we were meant to do. So I love your thoughts, your, you know, your belief system. And that leads me to my next question. So what is the focus of your work? Okay. So I am a trained Orton Gillingham therapeutic tutor. Yeah. Uh, Can you unpack on Orton Gillingham for those parents? Because a a lot of my listeners are new moms coming from maybe traditional school or trying to get into homeschool and wondering like what all this is. So there's there's so many different learning methods. Can you just unpack really quickly like Orton Gillingham? You bet. You bet. It was developed about a hundred years ago because Dr. Orton and Miss Gillingham, who was a teacher psychologist, he was a scientist. They discovered that, well, what they realized was that there was a lot of kids that weren't learning how to read and spell. And so they understood that their brains weren't processing the same way as maybe other kids. So they developed this methodology that comes at teaching 
from all learning modalities. So using your visual, your auditory, your kinesthetic, and your tactile simultaneously all together. And what typically happens in a classroom setting is it's sit down, watch and listen, right? So for a lot of our kids, that just simply doesn't work. So it's also science-based and it's direct teaching. And what most people don't understand because we haven't been taught this is that the English language is actually very rule-based. It's like 86% rule-based. It follows rules and generalizations. There's only a small percentage of our language that is non-fanatic and has to be memorized. The rest, if you teach the rules, I always say I can teach a kid 10 words and have them memorize those words, or I could teach them one rule and they'll know a hundred words, right? So it's all rule-based. It's it's set up so that it's very sequential, it's cumulative. So, you know, I don't just, I never teach. I never think, okay, I taught it, they got it. Wrong. I've taught it. Now I have to keep reviewing and threading all that information through every subsequent lesson until they get to mastery. So repetition is built in just in the way you deliver as well. And you, I, I also believe a huge part of it is that you need to incorporate fun and play because kids are just naturally fun and playful. And, you know, so are we, we should, so that's how we, <laughs> that's how we should teach is with fun and play. I love that. Norma. Oh my gosh. You're, you're speaking my language on how, uh, so many things that you're saying. I agree a lot of, I I've, so I've been teaching for, it's kind of crazy when I say, it. I'm like, am I old enough to have been teaching 22 going on 23 years? I'm like, yes, you are. <laughs> so it's like, oh my God. And, um, throughout my years of teaching, you know, I was one of those who fell into that trap thinking, oh, I've taught it. You should know it. And forgetting that as a teenager, as a young adult, what it took me to actually learn something and master it was repetition. And, you know, by nature, by nat, like naturally what I used to do, things that I really loved like, like, let's say there was a movie I loved and, and I'm being really honest. Like if there was a movie I loved and I just wanted to memorize it, cause that, that's the kind of kid I was, I would watch it every single day until I did. And mm-hmm. I wouldn't be bored of it. I wouldn't get like, until I memorized it and memorized every song in there, memorized every single line. And I really felt then I would move on to my next one. And like, I would have friends and they'd be like, you're watching it again like how many times you've been watching it for like two weeks nonstop. i'm like i know i love it i have to you know or i put a song on in repeat for like a month and people like do we have to listen to the song again like yes i haven't gotten it into my spirit yet like it's not there you know so i would literally but that was natural and as you're speaking i'm like realizing like the classes that i did the best in were the ones that i actually utilized that methodology on top of like tactile and application application and the ones that I have fun with. So, oh my gosh, I love what you're doing. And, and like just your wisdom and your understanding behind it is just blowing me away. And you're really bringing a lot of things to my mind, you know, as I, I mean, as an adult now that I'm like, Oh, don't forget that Bex. Cause I'm still a teacher. So, <laughs> so what inspired you to, to create all this, like to, to, you know, to start your, your, your business and everything? 
That's a great question. I worked in the public school system as a special ed assistant. So I was working with and supporting children with special needs when my kids were very little. And both my sons, they were in grade two and three when I took my training. And I took it not only for the children I was working with at school, who were both, I had two young, young fellows that were struggling really a lot in their reading and their spelling, but also for my own children. And I have an older brother who's dyslexic as well. And I, I watched what the public school system did to his spirit. And honestly, it crushed him. And he dropped out in grade nine. And, and he's quite brilliant. And that's the, that's the really sad part for me is that these kids that have learning differences, it's no reflection on their intelligence, right? They're super, super bright. And some of the most successful people in the world have a learning difference, right? Einstein and you know, like Branson and you can name hundreds Elon of Elon Musk. I mean, like yes. we, can, we can just keep naming right? them. <laughs> exactly. So, you know, I really do, you know, that saying, if, if a child can't learn the way we teach, maybe we should teach the way they learn. I, that is something that I just live by. And in part, that was because my own two boys had learning differences. And so that was a long time ago. They're both adults now. But what I've been witnessing, what I witnessed in the school system while I was there for nearly 20 years, was just a slow and steady decline in the support that these kids were getting. And like when I first started, they got they got a fair bit of support, they might even get an EA to help them. Now they get nothing, they have to be so far behind before they even get to go down to learning support where they're in a group, you know, never mind any kind of one-to-one support. On top of that, we stopped teaching phonics in classrooms or in a lot of classrooms. As a matter of fact, I could go into any classroom right now and say to, I'm even talking like grade six, seven and say, tell me what the vowels are. No, you can try high school too. My my high schools don't even know it. (laughs) And I love asking them, what's a consonant? And they'll go, Africa? Yes, yes. No, no, you're not. It's not It's not even a joke. I teach 11th graders. I get the same exact answer. Yeah, and it's not a joke. You're right. It's it's devastating to me. It is. Because, you know, these, these are foundational skills that, and I don't think, this shift away from teaching kids how to read and spell, because I haven't seen a spelling program, not even in a primary grade for the last, I don't know how many years. This move away from it is, is I don't think teachers understand or a lot of teachers understand that without these foundational skills of reading, spelling and basic math, it has this massive ripple effect on everything in their lives. If they yeah. can't read, spell and do basic math, I, I mean, I've just watched it. Kids just, they shut down, they melt down, they have anxiety, they have depression, they have social issues, they have Im- lack of impulse control. All these things happen and as soon as you teach them to be, and, and they become confident in the, in those basic skills, most of those other behaviors dissipate I've yeah. watched over and over again. Yeah. So, so I agree. That's what, that's what motivated me. I, I, I left the public school system a couple of years ago because I honestly was feeling so discouraged and disillusioned with what I was witnessing happening in the, in the, and I've always worked in elementary school because I love little kids. I just couldn't handle it anymore. And it's not the teachers because I worked with wonderful teachers. It's what they're being taught to teach and how to teach it. And, and, you know, they, they are doing what they're told. They have little choice. They don't have a deeper understanding of the, of the damage long-term damage that can actually happen because of the way they're teaching. 
And I was hoping that I could encourage parents to take a more active role in their children's lives, because honestly, you are your child's first and best teacher, and you will always be that, right? Yes. If you want to step into that role. And so I think that we've become quite apathetic as a society that we just send our kids to school, trusting that they're getting the best of the best and they're not. And we need to encourage parents to take a, a really much more active role. I agree. In fact, yeah. it's funny you're you're saying it in that way, because I'm like literally in the place of I've kind of gotten to a point where I'm like, I'm not going to teach what you're telling me anymore. Like I literally had a meeting with my principal just yesterday, like just yesterday, sat in her office and I was like, no, what, what we're teaching these kids right now is up. And I, and I was very clear. I was like, it's disgusting. It's actually against the law because I'm, I'm teaching the sex ed thing. So I was like, I won't teach it. I was like, and I showed her all the laws behind it. I showed her all the things that, that the district was trying to push on the kids who are extremely young and impressionable. And in fact, I went ahead and I, I started calling parents because I emailed them all. And I said, you know, only three parents out of all the parents that I had emailed, three responded, three. So I was like, I started calling. I was like, Hey, did you read my email? One's like, Oh yeah. It's like, right. I'm like, you have to read my email. You have, I'm not like a teacher that blows smoke. Like you must read this email. What's happening in the schools is not right. Like I had to tell them. And then I had to like explain to them what, and then as I'm telling them, like, I didn't know that. I'm like, I know you don't know that. I know you don't know that, but I need you to inform yourself because we're letting, I know you, you believe that the government is on your side and I'm just going to tell you it's not. And they're not for your children. They're for their own monetary and whatever agenda they have. And your kid is the guinea pig. You really, and, and I, I was strong with parents. I was like, you got, you have got to open the email. You've got to request the, the, the curriculum be sent to you both paper and electronically. Cause I've Norma, I'm, I'm at a place when I sat in my principal's office yesterday, I was like, look, where I'm done with this. I am not, I will not be part of this anymore. Like we're done. And I, and I laid out every single thing what's happening. I laid out. I mean, I was just, I was livid. I was so angry and you know, but I, I did it in love. You know what I mean? Because I, again, you know, people are not looking into what's actually being taught. They're no. so trusting. It's like, we've been dumbified. Like we've been dumbified to like literally walk around like a zombie to be like, oh yes, they have no, they don't. It's not a conspiracy theory. It's a real thing. Open those freaking books that your kids are learning because if you don't, you're going to end up with a 12th grader who doesn't like you, who thinks that you're the problem and that you're outdated because I'm, I'm like reading the questions, Norma. And you know what some of the questions say? Some of the questions say, since you don't agree with your old, your parents, old fashioned, like it's literally planting mm -hmm. the thoughts, planting them. I had to show my principal that I was like, the sex education is having them do, what is it called? Acting out, acting out of different, I was like, we, um, hello, knock, knock, knock. 
is anybody listening anymore? And and, and I love what you're what, what you just said, Norma, because you're right. We have got to implore parents. You have got to get involved. You are more than enough. You are equipped. You were a God, literally God chosen person for your child. There was no other person chosen, but you, 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 and you can do all things. So I love what you're doing. And I love your mindset because you have actual experience. you you touched it. You, you've been there. You, your eyeballs have seen it. Your heart has felt it. You've experienced experienced it you and I like we realize what's happening in there and we're trying we're like whistleblowers we're like hello is anyone out there listen it feels like we're in a bit of an echo chamber sometimes just bouncing back at us but uh you know the more people we talk to right like you like you said they're like what really yeah I'm telling you the truth and like even even like the spelling program thing you know, it's like the last four years I worked in the public school system, I was in primary classes, K, one, two, three, and each one of them, sorry, not a single one of them had a spelling program. They did not teach spelling at all. I and believe I'm, it. Yeah. And I'm like, Hey, I can set that up for you. And I would go to the work and set it all up. And I'd say, I'll demo. I'll show you how to do it. It's super easy. And I do it. And that would be it. And it was like, um, uh, <laughs> I couldn't even, I couldn't even wrap my mind around it. Yeah. And so the program that I've created right now, it's just level one, but it incorporates reading, spelling and printing, because I believe that all three of those go together. And not only do they each support each other, but when you teach all three together, you have that built in repetition that is needed. And every time you move on to the next letter, you're reviewing what you've already learned. You're reviewing, you're reviewing, and you can do it in a million really super fun ways. So it's not like I'm doing flashcards all the time and that like, no, let's make games of it. Right. And, and then everything you're saying about the the sex ed and the sexualization of our kids, I mean, that is so deeply disturbing and it's, and what, you know, the predictive programming, right. You're not going to agree with your parents. That's such BS, right? But it, it's even it's even worse than that because they're actually eliminating parents out of the picture. And I, I witnessed it with my own eyes. I was in a grade one, two combined class. A memo came around, and this is probably five, five, maybe six years ago. And the memo um, said, hey, we are going to start experiencing more and more children who identify differently and they want, they may want a different pronoun and you need to respect that. And we need to keep that, that child's confidence and not speak to their parents about it. And this was in a memo, I read it. And the, t- the classroom teacher, bless her heart, she was like, oh my goodness, like how am I gonna remember that kid wants to be a they and this one wants to be a she and like, I got enough to do already. And I'm thinking, okay, I get that. But I think the real problem here is they're telling you not to share the information with that child's parents. These are six and seven year olds, for heaven's sakes. Um, As a parent, I would be livid if something like that was going on with my child and the school kept it from me. Absolutely. Parents don't realize that this is happening. They are are being ushered out of the picture and they don't know what's happening. And, you know, I, man, I love it's so many things that you're saying, like, so when it comes down to kids, they're, they're reading how they're like, literally it had, it is destroying 
as they get older, their, their confidence, because I have kids who are, I mean, I have 11th graders and they can't spell. Like, I'm not joking. Like it's crazy. And but they can barely read. They can barely, barely read. Right. Mm-hmm. That's ridiculous. We got 16, 17 year olds who can't pronounce words. Why? Because of, the, of what you just finished saying. And then we have parents being ushered out. That they don't even realize it. Like, they zero. This is why, Norma, someone like you, we have to get your name out there. We have to let people know that there are people like you who are who are there, who are willing to help, who can help, who have expertise, who can just, oh, I can talk to you forever. I really, really can. But we got to let the parents know where they can find you, where they can connect with you, where they can find your resources. Okay, so the name of my company is Time to Shine Teaching and Coaching, and that's my website, time to shine teaching.com. Of course, I'm also all over social media under my name, Norma Jean Maxwell, and I have a YouTube channel, Time to Shine, where I post all kinds of little tips and tricks and strategies and whatnot. My phone, my phonics program is available for purchase, and it really, I've got a school here in British Columbia that's using it in kindergarten, grade one, and they love it. And their little guys were, their little people were reading by Christmas. Like, wow, not even kidding you, and spelling. And so they were just like, whoa. And not only that, but she said, oh my gosh, I used to have to like scour the internet, pulling, you know, a piece here and a piece there and trying to put it all together, not really sure what I was doing. And she goes, and I just like, I open up your program. Everything is there. All your video tutorials show me exactly how to deliver the lesson. You give me all this information. I, 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 I don't I never have a question because you cover everything. And I do, including pronunciation, what's happening in our mouth when we speak and how to draw attention to that with the kids and how that can really help the kids that are kinesthetic learners and, you know, all that kind of stuff. I also am, am starting this spring a community membership so that people that purchase the program or even just people that want to be in on it can join the community that way they will get the opportunity to meet with me through zoom once maybe twice a month depending on the the need so that we can troubleshoot I can answer questions I can help them with any challenges they're having I can explain why we do things a certain way there's free resources included in it you know all the time I'll be putting uh, uploading new stuff for them to support their children's learning I also do like Facebook lives once a week and I cover topics and I'm always welcoming people to ask me questions. And That's awesome. this is just level one. And I'm just going to keep carrying on because the teachers oh, that I believe are it. level one, I have a school in Ontario using it as well. They they're like, okay, well, what about next year? And I'm like, yeah, I'm working on it. We're just going to keep building and building. So, so excited. Send me all of those links. What I'll do is I'll put it in your show notes and parents will be able to just listen to this and then go right below and click, 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 and just be, you know, shuffled right into all of your all of your um, pages and everything so I'm so excited about you oh my gosh as we're wrapping this up what is one takeaway you want our listeners to get from our conversation today um oh gosh getting it down to just one okay I also do professional development and I do it within the public school system but I also do it for I also do parent training and you know for learning pods and homeschooling as well and I think that one of the most impactful things that I do is a, uh, a pro D where I take m- my people through a walk in a child's shoes, because I really believe that understanding is what creates compassion. And 
if you're a teacher, you better have a very compassionate heart, right? Because every day we are challenging our children, right? In one way or another. And that is part of growing up and learning is, is you're constantly being challenged. And today our children are so uncomfortable with being challenged, right? They are so uncomfortable with anything that feels outside of their little safety zone. And so another part of my program is I, I do not give the information. I teach the information and then I question them. I give them eliciting questions to help them retrieve the answers. So in fact, I am creating critical thinking, which is so powerful and such a life skill for kids. It's so important. But back to this professional development that I do, that is what take a walk in a, in a child's shoes, really, really drives home the point through simulations where you actually get to feel, wow, what did that feel like? Oh, I'm filled with anxiety. Oh, I'm so embarrassed. I'm really feeling quite ashamed. Oh, that was super competitive. Like all those feelings that kids in our classrooms feel. It's, I did the same workshop about 22 years ago and it has never left me. Every time I come across a, a challenging behavior in a child, I'm able to look beyond that behavior because I have that knowledge of what's driving it. Okay. Wow. Probably filled with anxiety. Oh, I bet you they're really fearful right now. Oh, they don't think they can do it. They have no confidence, no self-worth. What can I do? What can I do to help them? And so that's what that course did to me. That was, or helped me establish, learn. That's awesome. Wow. Norma, I could talk to you forever. <laughs> you and I are just like uh, kindred spirits. So thank you so much for coming on today. Thank you so much for sharing all of your experience, all of your knowledge, all of your wisdom. I am just so excited to hear how everything turns out and the rest of your, you know, all of your new curriculum that's going to be coming out and your programs. Just so excited for you. Thank you for coming on today. Thank you so much for having me. And thank you for what you do too. Like, this is oh, so important. What, what, what you and I are both doing is just like so important. So thank you for everything you're doing too, Bex. Thanks, Norma. If you love the conversations we're having here on the Homeschool Advantage podcast, follow or subscribe our podcast to stay in the loop and never miss this amazing content. And please highly consider taking a minute to leave a positive rating and review to help others like you discover this show. See you next time.